that my sorcerer in that epic level campaign we were going to do. Yes. It's probably what he would have brought to the table. That would have been great. Though he wasn't evil, technically. Technically. He was like, I, I guess he was like neutral evil, where yeah. it's like, no, not quite. I don't know. Yeah. Might have been like lawful neutral. He was doing his best to do what he thought were good things, and he would resort to just about whatever means necessary to accomplish those good things. I'm going to put you in lawful neutral. <laughs> okay. That's okay. Sure. Because <laughs> you're like, I have a code. Yeah. That I am following. I want to help people, but if that means that I have to like, you know, sap the life force from the mayor until he's just like a dried husk of nothing, then that's what I'll do. I fucking love freedom and I'll kill as many men, women, and children as I have to <laughs> achieve it. Or it's like, I love peace. I'm sorry. It's Peacemaker's line. <laughs> My... It's so good. My character was basically just the man from another place from Twin Peaks with a magic gun. Hell yeah. I had, a, I, Justin was going to let me have bullets that I could shoot someone and it would cast a touch spell on them. Mm -hmm. okay. So I had like sleep bullets. So you'd shoot someone and then they'd be like, oh. <laughs> or you could like heal Not someone good. and be like, you take 1d4 damage. You heal 2d20. So yeah. it's just like, ow, oh. <laughs> I love that. Just like, fuck, oh. I like that a lot. It's also scary when that's arrows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pathfinder campaign, uh, my, my character's brother showed up and he's just basically a, uh, uh, he's Inquisitor, but he's basically an archer sniper. Mm -hmm. But he does the thing where, yeah, he can heal by shooting arrows, which is horrifying because you can't tell until it hits you. <laughs> you just see him point the arrow at you. You're like, no, 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 no. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I think that the most heinous thing I figured out how I could do as that sorcerer was since he let me have pretty much all the, necrom uh, the uh, necromantic spells, mm -hmm. I could do like cloud kill in one spot mm -hmm. and hold the concentration. And then one of the um, items I had let me hold a second concentration. Nice. And so I could twin spell black hole on either side of cloud kill mm -hmm. and just have people stuck between two black holes in a cloud kill. That's hilarious right because <laughs> they had to make like strength saving throws to move away from one of them yeah and I... it was like uh, it was a pretty high dc it was like honestly it was like 23 or something like that mm -hmm. after all, all the modifiers and whatnot yeah it's so crazy. i was fucking i think i was building a uh trickster cleric for that where it's like i can heal but also there's now seven of me <laughs> Nice. And they can all cast touch spells. Oh, that's cool. Which is cool. Also horrifying. Yeah. Because you're just like, how do you handle that on the bat? Sarah, here's six pink tokens. Those are your other use. Yeah, we would have all been monsters. Yeah. It would have been a, we would have caused problems. Somebody let us run as players in a game for you. I, I feel like we're going to be delightful. <laughs> Speaking of delightful. Mm. Hi, and welcome to Blank Bodies. Mm. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade V5 tabletop and horror podcast i'm your host hunter and as always i'm joined by john and sarah that was very concise this time that the intro has been getting long lately. <laughs> yeah we've been i, I think we're keep them on their toes you never know what you're gonna get that's that i think we're also just still a little tired from the the corn tubbing i'm not cold anymore that's true i'm I, <sighs> that's not true i'm the, always cold the fucking but tub. i'm still cleaning the house yeah, well, I... Oh, That's what happens when you let Corn Man loose. I found oh. Corn Baby's head the other day. You found Corn Baby's head? I finally found it. Oh, God. Uh, well, thank you, everybody, that helped us participate in doing the silly thing, and... Uh, Thanks I'm for very... hanging out with us yeah. while we did it. I'm very tired, but, you know, it's fine. It was a great time. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, Sorry the audio was weird. We'll figure it out. 
Yeah, we're next learning. Time, I guess if we if there's a next time, if yeah, we haven't come up with an idea silly enough to unleash it upon the masses, but it'll probably come naturally right when we don't expect it. So yeah, yeah, we're organic. We have the giraffe here where we rent a giraffe from the zoo. Oh God. Uh, speaking of organic, no. <laughs> no, please Fine. no. I don't. Fine. But speaking of organic, uh, we're going to be talking about blood. Organic blood. Mm-hmm. Most is not that GMO blood. Well, fun, I have fun facts about that actually. Okay, so Sick. if the I'm blood comes from a test tube baby, does that count as non-organic? I don't. I don't know if I have answers for that. But uh, yeah. So this episode, we're going to be talking about blood. So fun, kind of info about blood because you know we're playing a vampire game everybody be drinking it but what is it how is it where is it it's kind of coppery yeah it's in your veins it is and your arteries oh my god and if it's in your lungs you have a problem that is there's portions of the lungs they're supposed to be in and there's other portions where they should not be yeah yeah, because then you're drowning you shouldn't be in you shouldn't have blood there yeah um how is it Mm-hmm. Kind of copper. I, I hope it's doing pretty well. Doing pretty all right. I hope. Okay. Well, so mild content warning. We are going to be talking about medical facts, discussions of bodily functions and fluids, discussions of decomposition, and what I'm calling adventurous food. Yay! I already know where that's going. Yay. I'm excited. Pudding. <laughs> Pudding. You British fuck. Uh, or sausage. You British fuck. Anyways, <laughs> I'm from there. I can talk shit. I just do it anyway. Yeah. I. Uh, Low-key, I'm not against British slander, because most of it is deserved, so it's fine. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, Sources for this episode come from the University of Pennsylvania, the American Cancer Society, the American Red Cross, Crash Course, uh, Neoteryx Microsampling, Florida State University, Healthline, and the National Institute of Health, and the V5 Core Book. Hell yeah. I did the research on the silly episode. (laughs) Yay. This was supposed to be a light one. It's still pretty light, but, you know. Science. No, I feel like blood's pretty heavy. It is. Like per like by volume, you know? Yeah. You're not wrong. It's heavier than water. Uh yeah. So starting off, what is blood? Cells. It is. Blood is actually considered a connective tissue because it is living cells suspended in a non-living material. That's what makes it a connective tissue? Mm -hmm. My blood is tissue? Yes. Can I blow my nose real quick, dude? Yeah. No. (laughs) Gross. Oh, I see. This makes me wonder. You're just a phlegmy boy, so I thought you legitimately needed a blow your nose. No, I wouldn't ask him for permission, though. Ah, that's fair. It's connective tissue. Yes. Tissue. Yeah, like how you we have muscle tissue, skin tissue. That means as a meat, you could sculpt blood. Yeah, there's also rules for Shamir to do that too. That's neat. Yeah, it's nifty. But yeah, so we have whole blood, which is a mixture of cells, cell fragments, water, and dissolved molecules. This is basically uh, the fresh juice from the tap. When you're thinking of somebody bleeding, it is whole blood. Whole blood? Yes. That's not like 2%? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much, yes. <laughs> blood can be separated into parts called blood products. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are three major components of blood. There is the erythrocytes, which is red blood cells. The uh, the red donut looking Handy little guys. Little buddies. Your erythrocytes carry oxygen around the body and they make up 45% of your blood by volume. That's a lot of it. That's most of it. That's a good chunk. Yeah. 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 It's uh... (laughs) nearly half. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Red blood cells uh, form in your bone marrow in a process called 
hematopiosis. 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 I wrote this script ahead of time and was really proud of myself. And then I gave myself enough space to forget how to say all these medical words. Yeah. So we're going to listen to me struggle. <laughs> Hematopio, sis. Sis. Girl. Uh, yeah. But yeah, these red blood cells have a membrane, but lack a nucleus and most other cell parts. Uh, so they, they're barely a cell. They're barely a cell, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, they do form with a nucleus and DNA when they initially form in your bone marrow, but when they mature, uh, they eat all of that shit out to make room for more hemoglobin. Huh. Interesting. Uh, Thanks, little dudes. Yeah. Every red blood cell is 97% hemoglobin. That's a lot of hemoglobin. It is. Yeah. Which is a molecule that is super good at moving oxygen around. That's all it fucking does. <laughs> The iron, uh, which is the heme portion of these molecules, is what makes your blood red. Thanks, iron. Mm-hmm. I recently found out, actually, because um, I did the math, and you get like, I forget specifically how many grams, but the average male body does not have very many grams of iron in mm-hmm. it, and you have to have like 285 male uh, bodies and to be able to get enough iron to forge an average-sized rapier. That's pretty metal. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> <laughs> yeah a typical red blood cell will last about 120 days in your body because it takes a lot of damage scooting booting around in all your blood vessels especially when it goes through your capillaries because unfortunately some of your capillaries are narrower than the red blood cell so it's literally like shoving a oxygen filled inner tube through a hole that's too small i feel that yeah <sighs> you know More. i didn't think i'd ever feel like i related so much to a red blood cell <laughs> Oh, uh, just like, oh, he's working so hard. Yeah, get uh, it, buddy. Uh, but yeah, when these uh, blood cells reach the end of their life cycle, they're taken apart and recycled by microphages, microphage white blood cells. So it's like big, big, big white blood cells. And they break them down into components. Most of this will happen around the spleen, which is referred to as the red blood cell graveyard. Spleens are cool. Spleens are cool. The red blood cell graveyard. Is that anything like an elephant graveyard? Kind of. An elephant passes, like the little troop of elephants will hang around and like do mourning. Mm-hmm. And they'll come back and visit. But I don't think they carry the bones to a specific place most no, of the time. No, they don't carry the bones. Maybe it's old, outdated information. But I know a lot of times elephants, older elephants, when they start to like not be feeling so while they would like wander off on their own yeah. and it was thought that they would migrate to certain they might. types of areas i don't have i was just talking about the section of the se- of of the prairie that the light doesn't touch so simba and mufasa um they're not the kings of that that's a terrible thing to say about gary indiana <laughs> <laughs> i've been seeing that meme for years and every time that scene comes up in lion king that's all i could think of it's yeah. just like oh no oh no <laughs> I do like Gary, though. It's nice every time I've been. Yeah, people are cool. I've only mm-hmm. been there once, and I didn't get off the bus because I wasn't feeling very well. Mm-hmm. And the uh, they opened the, the door, and it just smelled like someone literally took a shit in the doorway. Mm. It's a bus I think station. that's more of the bus station, really. Probably. That's the grand like, experience. Just... <laughs> human feces. That was the only one the whole time that it actually smelled like human feces outside of the bus like there was a couple times somebody turned it in the bus that it was just no good but ah okay well the next layer in blood <laughs> is called the buffy coat the buffy coat yeah is that it, what protects it kind of yeah all the uh demons and vampires and monsters of the world mm-hmm. yeah uh insert nerf herder song here uh but no the buffy coat has the leukocytes which is your white blood cells 
which are the ones that defend your body from infections and toxins. It's part of your immune system. Right. I guess I didn't realize that the white blood cells were part of the red blood cells. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought they just kind of hung out like with the blood, red blood cells. Oh, no, they do when it's like whole blood. But yeah, it's all kind of jumbled up. Oh, in when there. you're taking it apart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah like when you spin blood, blood you to spin separate it. it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, because when you spin blood, you get the the red blood cells are the heaviest. So they're at the bottom of the tube. And then mm-hmm. you get this thin little white layer. And that's what the Buffy coat is. Gotcha. So it's made out of leukocytes, which is the white blood cells, and then platelets, which help with clotting. Mm-mm. It's kind of what's Hell yeah, platelets. Good job, guys. Doing your bit. It's kind of what skin. <laughs> What? That's what it all I had to add there. Platelets. It's kind of like skin. Kind of? Not eh. quite, but kind of. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like glue. It's it it's literally it's literally it's uh, uh, a two-part uh, epoxy compound, but I'll get into that later. Okay. Um, but yeah, and then the rest of your blood is plasma, which is yellowish fluid that's about 90% water. And the rest of it is made up of proteins, hormones, electrolytes, gases, and waste products. Do you think there could be like a feeding restriction where you can only drink plasma? You, you could. It would be very hard. You'd have to have bagger. Yeah, you'd have to have bagger. You'd have to have iron gullet. But you could if you really wanted to for reasons you'd, I don't understand. That'd but, be kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, you'd have to have like at least a dot and like some sort of science to be able to separate it or know what you're getting. Or a contact at a blood bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And plasma makes up 55% of your blood by volume. How so. much? 55. Hmm. Yeah, the Buffy coat is a very, very thin, like hardly any amount of it. Right. But you do see it when you, you spin it. Spin. Yeah, blood spin. itself, whole blood, makes up to 8 to 10% of your body weight. Nice. Less than I thought. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, it's good to know. So if good you want to know blood. how much of your weight is blood, just you know, it's 8 to 10% of you is just fluid. Oh, there's more fluid than that in me. Uh, you're, you are flummy, though. I've been drinking water. That's true. There's also the water. Uh, But yeah, blood uh, infamously is known to come in types. Ooh. Ooh. There are four basic blood types. There is A, B, AB, and O. AB. AB. And that is split up into eight major groups, which can further be subdivided into 35 subgroups, but I'm not getting into that. I went down that research hole and I'm like, no. Once I accidentally... Got into a hole because in Japan they use blood types kind of like we use um, like star signs, mm-hmm. which is why like a lot of RPGs will ask your character's blood type mm-hmm. because they have like personality traits assigned to all the different blood types and stuff. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know my blood type. Shit. We could I actually figure, figure that out. We could actually get little kids and figure that out. Let That'd us know if you want us to blood type ourselves. Hey, my blood weighs 7.5 pounds. The blood Kilos. Is it 7.5 kilos or pounds? Kilos. Kilos, okay. Why do you know you're weight in kilos? Because we have a shipping scale at work, and that's the only time I ever weigh myself. Okay. That there you go. Sense. That's fair. <laughs> Fuck buying a scale. Uh, probably about six pounds blood. Oh. I'm about 60 pounds. I'm a little guy. <laughs> he's actually a gnome. <laughs> a very tall gnome. Yeah, just, little does everybody know that he's actually just standing on a stool during every episode we record with like a little <laughs> conical hat. Real big boots. Mm-hmm. Got those Ron DeSantis boots. <laughs> he ripped me off. That is fair. All cells in the body have antigens, which is a specialized uh, glycoprotein that helps cells identify that they belong to your body. Thanks. Yeah. Blood. Yeah. Because because so... you don't want to sh- you don't want blood from other bodies. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So your body is aware of the antigens that you have. So if something shows up that doesn't have the right antigens, 
Uh, it is uh, removed with prejudice. Yeah, it gets kind of violent in there. Unless you're someone like me who has an, an autoimmune disorder where your immune system goes, attack everything. <laughs> all problem, all time, go. And that causes problems. It gets kind of violent in there, too. It do. Probably more so. <laughs> Disrespect your surroundings. Yep, that's my body. Uh, red blood cells have only two types of antigens, and they're called agglutinogens. Agglutinogens. I love it. I said it. Yes. All right. These can activate antibodies to force invading cells to clump together, uh, which is what causes your body to co- the blood to coagulate. I want to make a Malkavian character mm-hmm. who is all about like solidifying the web mm-hmm. and call him whatever that word was. Aglu. Agluthinogen. Yeah. That'll just be his what he calls himself. <laughs> I'm agluthinogen. Oh, is it Greek? Bless you. <laughs> you can just call me Ag. Or Lou. Yeah, or Lou. Yeah, I love that. Uh, but yeah, so with these antigens on the red blood cells, you get two types, A and B. So you can have A or B, a combo, A and B, or none, which is where O comes in. Which is why O are universal donors. Mm-hmm. But they can only take O. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's also, so oh, go ahead. type O can take only O, but can give O to anyone. Yes. What about type O negative? I'm actually getting into that. <laughs> oh, I was just So, ask. uh, there's the rhesus antigen, which is a sub Type of monkey, right? Yeah, that's act- that was where this phenomenon was first noticed was in rhesus monkeys, which is why it's called the rhesus antigen. Nice. Hell yeah. I thought it was because rhesus cups. No, it's Spelled different a little different. Yeah. I see that now that I'm looking at the notes again. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just want peanut butter snack. Love it. Uh, but yeah, the rhesus antigen is a sub-protocol that can affect how the blood will react. Thus gives us Rh positive, Rh negative, which is where you get A negative, B positive, blah, 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 blah. Nice. Yeah. I also found a fun fact. So horses have seven basic blood groups, A, C, D, K, P, Q, and U. Why? That, that I don't know, <laughs> but it gets wilder. They also have uh, membrane proteins that are factors like the, the rhesus, except their factors are A, B, C, D, E, F, or G, which means horses can have up to... 400,000 different blood groups. So if a blood needs a blood, if a horse needs a blood transfusion, that's going to be kind of expensive. Yeah. Horses are expensive all around. Yeah, horses yeah. are expensive all around. And the the equine page I found with this fact, because I was just researching blood groups, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Uh, the, the equine page I found was just like, yeah, more times than not, if you have a horse that needs a blood transfusion, you just kind of get close and hope. Oh, okay. Because, <laughs> like, there's so many different blood types. The odds of you finding, like, a perfect match are very low. Right. So you just kind of, like, get close and go, eh. Hopefully it works. Hopefully it works. That's wild. Right? And I was just like, that's banana. So anybody who wants to eat horses, I guess, is going to have a very interesting palate for vampire. Yeah. That is true. That'd be a, that's a lot of flavors. Yeah, right. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder how many are just like really close to the same thing. You know, like mm-hmm. a lot of snakes taste a lot like chicken, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, like if it was like, a, uh, I don't know, K. Uh, KB negative. Yeah, KB negative. Is it really that much different than a KB positive or a KC negative? You could say the same thing about wine. It's yeah. Red yeah. wine. Right. I mean, once you get past the $30 mark, eh. Right. (laughs) 
So, blood. How is it used? Within... Like in the body? Yes. Oh. oh. Well, within the body, uh, blood is used to transport organs. Or uh, organs. Organs? No, I misspoke. It's in organs. It is in organs. I misspoke, guys. I have organ trade in my yeah. body. Yeah, it transports oxygen, oh. hormones, nutrients, and waste around the body. Thanks, blood. Yeah, it also maintains your body temperature, your pH levels, and the volume of fluids in your body. That makes sense that a fluid would control the fluid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, parts your body go, I don't have enough water. And the blood's like, all right, more water, but all sorts of stuff. It's pretty neat. Yeah. It's a nifty system. It also prevents infections and the loss of blood itself through a process called hemostasis. Hemostasis. Yes. So uh, when you have a bleed of any kind, a rupture in a blood vessel, the first thing that happens is the blood vessel will constrict to try and lessen the blood flow. And then the platelets uh, that have been suspended all in the blood, just kind of chilling, will uh, start to collect at the wound site. And the way this works is actually fascinating because all of my life, everything has been like, yeah, your platelets just stick together and then it causes a clot and then you heal. And I'm like, no, that's not actually how that works. It's like skin. Yeah. Well, no, what happens is actually kind of cooler. So when you uh, rip a blood vessel, there's actually collagen fibers in your veins that like become loose and frayed. And then they combine with the platelets to actually form the clot. Interesting. So it's a it's collagen thread and Mm. platelet making skin. Yeah. And as the wound is healing, the collagen threads will actually like pull the wound together to like close it more fully. Yeah. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. And then once the wound is uh, closed up, with the collagen, they're called fibrin threads. But yeah, once that is closed up, the clot will dissolve and everything just keeps on trucking. That's so sick. Yeah, right? It's like, bodies are cool. Thanks, blood. And then that... Blood. What? What? Never mind. <laughs> yeah, that's why, like, so if that... you have blood that's just out of the body, yeah, it doesn't really clot. Like, you get, like, scabs. Mm-hmm. It will congeal, but that's because the antigens of the blood are, like, trying to collect itself. But it's not really forming a clot because there's not, like, platelets and collagen fibers. Right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> this was just fun to learn Scab about. Scab comes off, you got skin again. Yeah. And muscle and other things. And yeah, kind of whatever is there. Because we are meat. We <laughs> the body is meat. We exist in a state of meat. <laughs> we exist in a state of meat. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Uh, but yeah, for medical uses, the United States uses roughly 16 million pints, which is 7.6 million liters of blood annually for various medical situations. Is that approximately, approximately. the pint intake of the average Scottish man? <laughs> I shouldn't have laughed like that. <laughs> it's kind of not wrong, but... So we use almost double the amount of blood per year as we do of corn. Mm-hmm. That's wild. More yeah. blood than corn. More mm-hmm. blood than corn. <laughs> God. Never thought I'd learn this fact. Oh, God. Just... America runs on blood. Mm-hmm. It does. Oh, no. In many ways. <laughs> oh, no. We're gonna... That's a different episode. <laughs> oh, we've no. done that one before, and we shall do it we again. We will do it. We'll do it more. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, blood is one of the few body parts medical science has not been able to reproduce, synthesize, or imitate. There's blood a lot is going special. On. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on. Yeah, there yeah there's a lot, a lot of stuff going on in blood, and it's hard to like recreate. So despite what True Blood says, nope. Not nah, yet. Nope, 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 nope. That's one of the ones we really can't figure out. It's like blood and neural tissue, so like brains. Two of the big things that scientists like, we can't we can't do it. 
Fuck. We're not making them synthetically, but we can grow them together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's all sorts of crazy shit with the 3D printing organs and then also doing the thing where they take an organ, they strip all of the cells out of it and they leave like the collagen shell and they refill it with the donor's correct cells. That's wild. It's so cool. Uh, They first started practicing it with like grapes. So you had like a ghost grape. Yeah, that's why they did surgery on a grape. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard they did surgery on a grape. I did hear. <laughs> yeah. There's actually, I've watched a couple of videos of, I don't know what the machines are actually called. I call them the surgery spiders. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a video of one of those robots doing surgery on like a grape. peeling the, the skin off the grape. You With mm-hmm. a scalpel? Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, science is cool. Yeah. yeah, now we know why they did surgery on a grape. Nice. <laughs> yeah. High five. <laughs> Go Hell team. yeah. Uh, but yeah, donate blood. Uh, once you donate blood, you should donate blood if you can. They won't let me. I, I can't because I was in Britain during the foot and mouth pandemic. I can donate plasma, though. I can't donate because I had tuberculosis. Oh, I can't because I am illegally allowed to take stimulants. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've got stimulants, too, so I guess. We would be good citizens, but we literally cannot for medical reasons. Too many uppers. <laughs> but Prescribed. You, if you can safely donate blood, you should do that. Yeah. When you do, the donated blood is taken to a lab to be tested for infections and to be separated into blood products. Or sold to the local vampire. Potentially. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever you think's hotter. Whatever mm-hmm. helps you. Whatever, whatever, whatever gets you through it. Whatever makes you want to give people blood. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If it's feeding your local vampire, get to it, bud. Or, you know, there might be, there there could be, you know, like a, a, a cutie nurse at the at the it's phlebotomy the center. Yeah. I've, I've seen them. They're hotties. I thought you said lobotomy center and not phlebotomy center. <laughs> I mean, they could be hotties there, too. There could be hotties yeah. at the lobotomy center. Um, Go get lobotomized. <laughs> Meet yourself a hottie. <laughs> Girl, sometimes. I wish I could, but then I remember, like, I really just need a nap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that foot and mouth is keeping you away from that lobotomy. It's sad. I got shakes fist at Britain. Uh, but yeah, uh, part of the reason with the blood being separated into the blood products means one donation can be stretched further because different medical conditions only really need certain parts of the blood, actually. Mm-hmm. So it makes the blood go further. Yay! So, hooray! Um, but as we said before, the blood is separated by you spin it real fast in a thing called a centrifuge. <laughs> It's like that uh that ride at the fair mm-hmm. that looks like a, a we always, saucer. We just called it the mixer. Oh yeah, we had we always had it. Uh, we one had the that, UFO one. It's called the yeah. UFO or the flying saucers. Yeah. They always called. Yeah, there's always just that one guy that you're just like he probably shouldn't be operating this ride. Mm-hmm. The but, guy who always stands up. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I got this, and I'm like, sorry, I think he's been spun too much. <laughs> but you know, if this is if this is your life and you're cool with it, like you know, good he on you. He gets to DJ inside the UFO. I think he's got a perfect life. Actually, yeah, everybody, he's kind of probably living his uh his best. Everybody fucking in a UFO. Everybody, everybody, <laughs> everybody living now. Um, <laughs> I once almost threw up in one of those UFOs because I drank a full size lemon shake up mm-hmm. and had a piece of and like had like a uh, it wasn't a piece like a, a quarter of um um an elephant ear. Ah. Oh. Then I got on that ride and I was like, like yeah, too much sugar. And I tried to sit up. You almost got separated like blood. I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my brain blood? got separated from my blood. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, nah, bud, lay the lay the fuck back down. Yeah. But yeah, most of the time blood is separated into blood products once it's donated, though portions of it will be kept as whole blood because whole blood transfusions are for emergencies, like when you're in a car accident or... You put your hand in a paper shredder. Or various other problems. You drop a chainsaw on yourself. Yeah. Accidentally. 
Yes. You say that implying that someone would do that on purpose. No. I don't know what you're talking about. Why would we? How are we on cybernetic limb advancements? Ah, Not where you want it to be. Nowhere near you want it to be. No, no, no. We're Uh, we're getting there, but no. All right. Just curious. It's not worth the trade-off. Not at all related, but curious. (laughs) He's (laughs) robo-curious. But yeah. So red blood cell transfusions are often used to treat anemia, which is a result of either low iron, low B12, or various forms of cancers that keep your body from doing the heme correctly. Doing the heme. Yeah. That sounds like a dance. <laughs> it do. Let's do the heme. Uh, these transfusions can also be given before, during, or after a surgery if your blood counts are low. So they can just kind of juice you. It's like, uh, the red blood counts are bad. Just Let's put just more in there. Put them, just bloop it in there. Just bloop it in there. Uh, Platelet transfusions are usually given when bone marrow is not making enough platelets for various reasons, often cancer. Um, Plasma transfusions, so the the yellow goop. Yellow goop. Yellow yellow goop. goop. Yellow goop. Are typically given when the body isn't forming clots correctly. Uh, There is a process called cryoprecipitate transfusions that use the parts of plasma that separate when you freeze plasma. So it's like condensed, like super thick plasma where it's more of the the goodies and less of the water. Hmm. Hmm dehydrating it yeah the dehydrating it and this allows for the clotting factor of plasma to be given basically with less volume of fluids and this is often given to patients that have uh what is called decimated intravascular uh coagulations which is when their body has used up all of their clotting proteins and you can't form clots anymore oh, that's fucking funny. wild yeah that's rough so they can just be like we're just gonna pour more <laughs> Like, you know when you're doing battle in Skyrim and your health's fucked, so you just eat, like, you just slam 12 cabbages and just pray and get through the combat? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Sick. (laughs) We're just going to film full of cabbage. Except in a shot. (laughs) Except in an IV bag, but yeah. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) Science is cool. Uh... How blood is stored uh, depends on how it's going to be used or tested. Uh, This was also... Also who you are. Also who you are. This was also just a weird rabbit hole I went down, and I'm trying to save you guys hours of just me going insane. Uh, Sometimes you keep it in the fridge. <laughs> you do, actually. Hell yeah. Uh, once the body, just just a frame of reference, so uh, once blood not refrigerated, uh, once the body has stopped functionings, your cells will begin to break down in a process called autolysis, which is like self-digestion. Of the cell? Mm-hmm. The cell digests itself? Yes. So it's like the cell is starving. Yes. And eventually uh, the processes will break down so much and also lack of oxygen as the cells will also start to explode, which will further the process of necrosis and putrefaction. I know way too much about decomp, guys. Hi. Do the, do, do the red blood cells swell before they explode? Uh, kinda. Kind of like a deer on the side of the road? Kinda, yeah. Um, Brutal. Yeah. That's so, also combined with the deer has like a lot of gases, gases from shit, the breakdown. Yeah, and yeah stuff in which it. is a little bit further in the process than what I'm talking about right now. So when okay. you're in the early stages of death, there is the process called liver mortis, which is where your body settles to the bottom of wherever you're happening to be laying or sitting due to gravity. Mm-hmm. You that, get big bruising and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it's much harder to see if you have more melanin content, but it is present Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just doing the the test where you poke the body and see how much of the bruise is displaced uh, called blanching is harder to do on melanated people. Hmm. Named after Blanche from the Golden Girls. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, the process of liver mortis can take uh, two to four hours to show the purple is like bruising and basically it becomes clotted and or fixed between eight to 12 hours, hmm. roughly. Okay. So yeah. Uh, how quickly blood will dry when it's not in a body and it's just loose. Uh, will depend on a lot of factors like temperature, humidity, airflow, surface area, and so on. What kind of mood it's in? 
Oh God, it's I I fell I found I found a thread of I found a thread of uh, forensic scientists like college student like lecture notes Mm -hmm. that I just went down and I was like I should share this with the class and now I'm just like that's gonna make this a whole three hour episode oh so I'm just condensing this too. Forensic scientists do have a lot of charts to help estimate times for like how quickly uh, blood dries and how it's going to interact with surfaces and stuff. If you really need to know, just Google it. It exists. You can find it. So my question on this, I sneaked a little head and I didn't Mm -hmm. see it come up. So if you're a vampire Mm -hmm. and you like to drink the juices, Mm -hmm. how long do you have from killing someone to when you can't drink it anymore? Yeah. So basically... You can kind of, for game purposes, play this by fluff a little bit, but there is a thing in lore that vampires have to be drinking living blood, and this can kind of range from, I would say, like 15 minutes to two hours from when it's pulled and removed from the body, because at 15 minutes, once blood is removed, the cells will start dying and start the autolysis process. Mm-hmm. So, so you'd either have to drink it within two hours, or we'll talk. I'm sure it's coming up in the script. Mm-hmm. Do something to it that prevents that from starting like bag blood. Exactly. So, uh, sources I found at the American Red Cross have said that uh, blood can remain uh, blood bank shelf stable for up to six weeks, but it begins losing its effectiveness to transport oxygen within the body at about the three week mark. Hmm. So it's like perfectly chill for three weeks and then it's kind of eh. And then after six weeks, it's basically useless. Interesting. So if you want to keep that as like a rough note for games, cool. If not, and you don't want to worry about that kind of logistics, eh, don't worry about it. Uh, live blood cells start losing viability within two days once okay. they're like removed from the body. Like, but you know, eh, that might, that also includes factors like refrigeration at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So no refrigeration. I would say give it 15 minutes to two hours with refrigeration to get like a couple of days. It's kind of like fresh salad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, you can keep it a couple of days in the fridge. It's fine. Um, there are certain tests that can be run on blood within several days of up to a month with refrigeration. And prolonged use beyond that is recommended to freeze your samples within liquid nitrogen. Damn. So if you're having characters that are doing experimentations on blood, so your Tremere's, Meets, Ethan, Bloods, possibly Hakata characters, like this might be notes of like reining in character fuckery, mm-hmm. if that's something you need to do or care about. <laughs> where it's like, okay, I see what you're doing. How are you storing this? Like, where is this going? Right. Like, what are you or doing? Or if you are taking your players into someone's, um, we'll call it a study, mm-hmm. um, and they have a weird contraption that has liquid nitrogen or something like that, mm-hmm. maybe there's something interesting in that. Maybe. You might be doing tests. Because anybody's got a centrifuge in their place for reasons. Yeah. You're just like, hmm. You should probably ask a couple questions. Yeah. <laughs> but... Other use for blood that I thought was interesting was culinary. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Sometimes normal people just eat blood. Sometimes. As a food. Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, I mean, I know so many people who cook meat, mm-hmm. and then basically the blood cells escape the meat into the pan. They're like, yeah, and then I cook the potato in it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty common. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's people that do that. I The first one I shared was there's various cultures all over the world that produce blood sausages or what is known as black pudding. There are so many countries that do their own version of this. I wasn't going to specifically point out the British, but that's the one I have the most. That's the one I was making fun Uh, of you for. Yeah, you should. Uh, (laughs) I've grown up with black pudding. I enjoy it. Uh, But, you know, when you grow up around it, 
they don't tell you when you're a kid what the fuck it really is. And then you get older and you're just like, why did, what? You've been making me eat blood this whole time. Whole time. time. And then you made fun of me for being into goth shit. I'm in a land where there's no sun and everybody's upsetty spaghetti all the time. Like, okay. <laughs> so there is that. Um, other forms of blood food, you can get blood soup or stew. Uh, this exists in various cultures. There is the infamous black soup from ancient Sparta. There's the uh, Schwarzer Saucer, Sour, Schwarzer Sour from Germany, uh, Frittata in Mexico, and the Saksang from Indonesia are various forms of blood soup or stews. Ooh, frittata. Frittata, though, kind of slaps. Um, blood can also be used to thicken sauces, like in the Cacovan from France. In the what now? Cacovan. Cacovan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, I studied French and I can say things correctly. Um, I think you used too many letters. I took... There you go. <laughs> I took one year of every language because I said to get the honors degree, you had to take three years of, a, of language, mm-hmm. but they didn't say of a language. So I learned how to count in three different languages. There you go. And by third year, everyone's like final. So like, all right, you have to have a, have a conversation with the teacher for five minutes in all language. And I was every year was like, all right, one, two, <laughs> but in a different language each time. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, honestly, though. <laughs> Fuck them. Now I can't talk to anybody. Amazing. But I can order cake in German. Nice. I can go to a library in Mexico and I can count in French. I used to be conversational in French, but, you know, I stayed in this part of the Americas, so nobody speaks French, so it's, like, fuck kind of falling out. But I'm, like, I've realized if I spend, like, a couple of weeks, like, redoing things, I can get back to being conversational, which is weird. Uh, de, toi. Quatre, cinq, six. That's about where I run. Uh, yep, that's it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you can count to six. That's <laughs> weak. Uh, anyways. Uh, oh, we got to nine. Ah, oh, shit. No as, part of, as part of a feast preparation for uh, what is known as uh, de snotter. I think I said that right. I have no fucking idea. I think you did it right. Uh, blood from the slaughtered pig as part of the uh, the feast preparations will be fried with onions and sausage for breakfast in Hungary. Oh. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole big festival thing where you're like you slaughter the pig and you spend the whole day cooking it. But then you start with a blood breakfast. And I was just like, that's pretty metal. Yeah. Uh, so they use other pre-prepared sausage and then mix it with the fresh blood and onions. Yeah. Yeah. Like the blood and onions, like a big chunk of it. And you can throw in like other breakfast sausage or paprika and a bunch of other shit. It hmm. sounds dope as fuck. Honestly. I'd give it a shot. Yeah. There's also blood tofu, which is coagulated blood that is served either on sticks in soup or in hot pots in China and various parts of Southeast Asia. I haven't had this one yet. Do you think it counts as vegan? No. It's blood. It's tofu. It's blood tofu. But there's blood in it. It's completely blood. It's all that's in there. It's just blood that's been like let to congeal into like thick slabs and then they cut it up like tofu. So it's not tofu mixed with blood. No. It's just blood it, it's that's just made blood. into cubes. Yeah, it's just that... blood that looks like tofu. It's just congealed blood. That's all it is. The You're... I'm not saying I wouldn't try it. Yeah. But I've had enough like congealed blood in my mouth that I don't like that idea. It's a... There's a, I found there's a lot of textures in Southeast Asian cuisines that Westerners are not used to, and it really squicks us out. It doesn't bother me as much, which I always find very funny, because I will order a pho, like the old school grandma way, where it has like organs and tendons and stuff in it. And the one place I ordered it from, every time I order it and they see my uh, honky ass walk in and they go, are you sure you ordered the right pho? And I went, yeah, no, I did. 
So you have to tell them it's okay. I'm Scottish. Yeah, literally. Yeah. I'm like, organ meat is our national dish. Like, ma'am, this is fine. I just wanted to make sure there's chilies on it. <laughs> John looks so upset. I'm still just thinking about the texture of a slab of clotted blood. Congealed, we could probably get it. Congealed blood. It's... Uh, the thing is, I don't want to get it because I'm probably going to have like a bite and be like, all right, I've had it. Maybe next year we can have you try a bunch of blood foods. <laughs> Blood corn. There's nothing. Blood corn. Blood Stop corn. it. There is nothing no. more goth than eating blood food. That's oh, true. God, I'm going to vomit. It's either... We're going to have to have a, a, a vomit uh, bucket. We're going to have a blood muck thing. Because you can't, you can't eat have that much blood without throwing up. If Look, you do, you'll throw there's up only blood. T- there's only cool. two things that you can drink as a goth that are goth as fuck. One of them is blood. And the other one is cold brew coffee with absinthe in it. What about vine? What the fuck is vine? You know wine. Oh. How Dracula say it in the uh, movie. Yeah, but like suburban house moms also drink wine. And yeah. we've also used to do the thing where we passed around the bag of wine. The oh, yeah, slap bag. a bag? Yeah. And you telling me some, um, like a, a pack of Bruja Anarchs wouldn't play slap bag with a bag of blood? They totally would, though. There you go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> continue on. Uh, certain cultures will consume uh, blood as a foodstuff just on its own as it is. Uh, examples of this are seal blood uh, within the Inuit or cow blood among the Maasai, the Bahima, and the Herero in Africa. Hmm. Where they just are like, blood, cup, drink. All That's right. it. No other steps. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Like... I've seen it with the in documentaries with the Inuit, but that's like part of like the seal hunts. But they do the very traditional thing where all of the seal is used, and mm-hmm. they mean literally all of the seal. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, oh, okay, that's good. Good for you guys. Uh, cool chin tattoo. <laughs> A lot of them have pretty sick chin tattoos. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. And on the flip side, there are certain cultures that find the consumption of blood at all to be taboo and a problem. Uh, example I have is the Igbo in Nigeria tend to find eating any food that can be seen as bloody or undercooked as distasteful and they just won't fucking do it. So huh. sushi out of the question. Oh, any kind of a semi rare steak. No, Weird. will not do it. Wild. Uh, slightly more spicy takes. Uh, Abrahamic faiths tend to view the practice of eating blood as taboo, particularly within Islam, Judaism and Eastern Orthodox Christianity. It is, you know. Non-kosher, haram, do not. They have whole butcher shops specifically on how to process meats. So blood and other not okay substances are involved in those processes. Mm-hmm. Honestly, going to a halal or kosher butcher, though, is pretty sick. Like, the food from there usually slaps. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Quality shit. Yeah, it's some quality fucking shit. Uh, small note. <laughs> those Christian denominations that practice the Eucharist do believe that they consume within the communion the literal... Flesh and blood of Christ. So all blood is bad, except for this one time we do it where it's super cool. It's because it's Jesus's blood. Yeah, which I'm not going to get super into, but hey, it, he it's consented. There. He consented. Did kind, he, though? Kind of. Did he, though? Isn't that, part I mean, of, isn't that, isn't that a whole like, part yeah. of the Last Supper? He's like... Uh, he had, like, the tribulations. He went out to the desert for, yeah. like, however long and was like, God, why the fuck are you doing this like, to me? I thought I was your man. And God's like, yeah, you're my man, but, like, these homies are important. And then Jesus is like, I don't want to. And then he's like, I'm your father. Yeah. Do what I say. And Jesus is like, you know what? You're probably you're, right. You're right, Dad. Dad, who is also me. Yeah. And I am he. It's like, Jesus arguing with God is honestly one of the most Jewish things. Yeah. Honestly, though. <laughs> It's, it's very, I didn't grow up in a particularly Christian house. 
Uh, so these concepts to me are just kind of wild and interesting, mm-hmm. but, uh, I feel like getting into the, uh, efficacy and the seriousness of the Eucharist is it's going to be its own fucking episode that's probably going to get us canceled. So <laughs> we're going to skip that for now. It also very much depends on, like, where you are and what, like, what specific denomin- denominations mm-hmm. and branches of it, because some of it is, like, we are eating bread. This like, bread is, symbolizes the body. Yeah, and some are, like, the bell rings and it actually turns into flesh. Yeah, well, there's also, like, oh, God, I also fell down a rabbit hole of uh, the conglomerate that makes most of the Eucharist wafers. Like, that, that that whole situation is crazy. There's some people that, like, make their own Jesus cakes. Sometimes it is just cake. Sometimes it's not. Uh, I went to a really small church as a kid, and there's just, like, a, lo- a lady at the church who's like, no, I bake bread. Same. Fresh yeah. every week. And Which, then... like, that's delightful. They actually gave the kids wine at that one. Uh, it was, like, a little shooter of wine. It didn't, yeah, yeah, as a kid, you're like, that tastes bad. Have you seen the Eucharist to go? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, it's fun. I, God, didn't we hang out with some church people that just had a bag of them and we just had them for a while? So it's, it's like a little, it's a little like almost jello shooter party cup where there's like the little spooch of like the worst wine. And then uh, on the other side of the snack pack is like the tiniest little shit cracker. This, they like linked <laughs> together. So there was like one little thing. Yeah. Right? So you yeah. can pull the top on one side, have your little uh, Jesus wafer and you pull the other side and you get your little like go-gurt of wine sip. <laughs> It was just weird. Yeah, there's that whole thing. <laughs> just a bathe in his blood. Oh, God, the amount of time people have said that to me. It's so upsetting. But the other fun rabbit hole I went down, but this could be its own fucking thing later. Um, there were various Christian cults. Uh, the example that I found that was really interesting was the uh, cult around Thomas Beckett in 12th century England. Uh, what they would do is drink mixes of water and the remains of martyr blood. And they referred to the substance as the water of St. Thomas. Brutal. Hmm. Love it. And it caused a bunch of consternation amongst the Christians because, you know, they're like, it's too close to the the actual Eucharist and this feels sacrilege and yeah. golden cowie and we're not about that. And then other parts of the groups were like, yeah, but Jesus said we don't pay attention to the first part of the book anymore. And that was in the first part of the book. So YOLO. <laughs> uh <laughs> So it's its own, like, fucking, this time period, if you want to get into just absolutely batshit practices within Christianity, just the Middle Ages, particularly around, like, saints. They get wonky. Fucking insane. There's fucking, uh, some of my favorites were, uh, uh, various nuns and lady saints who married Jesus by getting, um, circumcision rings. So they had foreskin, like, wedding bands to signify their marriage to Jesus. It's brutal. Yeah, it's wild shit. Would they do just like leather, like tan it? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, just they ripped off the tip of some guy's dick and they went, I'm married to God. Yoink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a weird. I'm not yeah. sure how they got there mentally. I mean, I appreciate the effort. Yeah, it's one of those, when you learn about the actual history, the movie The Devils is like not shocking at all. You're like, this is weirdly historically accurate. Blood in terms of VPM. Obviously, blood is a requirement for the survival of your vampire. I have played characters that purposely starved themselves for various reasons. If you like your game on hard mode, sure. <laughs> I don't yeah, rec- yeah. If you want vibe times, I don't recommend doing that. I feel like it's bad enough if you play a character who, like, won't kill to drink, and mm-hmm. so they're permanently just down a hunger box. Like, that's already making things hard enough. Yeah. Oh, well, I, the character that was starving themselves on purpose, I was in a game where the the plot of the, like, the crux of the game was the coterie was made up of very rare bloodlines, 
and we were a coterie because this Methuselah was just wanting to collect weird, rare bloodlines to like study them. And so we were just forced to like cohabitate and live together. And I was playing a Niktuku and I took exception to this constantly. So I would just purposely starve myself. Mm. But because I was a Niktuku, I just became a threat to everybody else massively. So I was just endangering the entire project. And it just that was like one of the only ways I could really fuck with the Methuselah at all. Right. Was either to starve myself and threaten the entire project or threaten to kill myself because Niktukus are just really hard to get. And I was like, I'll walk into the sun. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Which that storyteller was like, I'm not used to players that are cool with killing themselves. <laughs> Which, you know. <laughs> I was like, well, I mean, let me go outside when I want. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. I'm good at bratting. Fuck you. <laughs> but yeah, uh, some small notes from the Slaking Hunger Table in the core book, page 212. So most humans have uh, five hunger rankings within them. And it takes five turns to drain them fully if done quickly. This means you're not caring about their health and safety, obviously, because this will kill them. Mm -hmm. So I forget, just for mm -hmm. uh, reference here, about how long in-game is a round? Is it, it's flexible? Or it's is flexible. Yeah, turns generally, it's like six to 10 seconds. Okay. So it's about but, a minute to drain someone fully. Yeah, but you it's its also a lot of these time timey-wimey things are kind of the speed of plot. So if you want it to go like super fast, I know that there's the, uh, fuck, I think it's a protean discipline that lets you drain things like super, super fast. I think it's potence. Potence, that's what it is, potence. I, I think that's just something to keep in mind because mm -hmm. in a lot of games I've played in, people tend to like sit pretty quick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whereas like if you think about it, the way this is laid out, if you're fully draining someone or draining someone as safely as you can, like stopping at the last moment, mm -hmm. that's still going to take like 50 for like half a minute. Yeah, like, that's a lot of time in like. Yeah, if you want to feel how long it is, just like set a minute timer and then just sit there in silence and understand that by the end of this, you've killed somebody. And just be like, oh, mm, that's uncomfy. Or just sit with a bottle of wine and drink. Yeah. For a minute. Just get a, get yourself a gallon of milk and set a one minute timer to see how much of it you can chug. Get a trash can. <laughs> be near. The I'd, I'd recommend Do it in the bathtub. I'd yeah, recommend bathtub. sticking with the bag of wine on that one. Eh. Yeah. Maybe not the milk. <laughs> well, blood's viscous though. Yeah. I mean, depends. Yeah, you get yeah. a nice dry red. Get yourself a gallon of strawberry syrup. Ew. Get yourself a handle of. You could do like a like a sweet strawberry wine. That gets very viscous. Yeah. Jaeger. Oh God. It's got blood in it. Uh, well, not anymore. No, it doesn't. Not anymore. Uh, I will say on the strawberry uh, syrup thing, if you're doing uh any costuming, photoshoppy, whatever for blood, um, what I do for prop blood most times is I take strawberry syrup and I add just a tiny smidgen of cocoa powder, and it looks directly like fresh blood, and it actually tastes good. Yeah, it's cool. It might stain your skin and clothes depending on what syrup you use. If you're worried about staining, you can do food coloring and soap. Yeah. I can share my recipes on the Discord later. <laughs> but yes, uh, back to the notes on the hunger feeding things. So with this harmful feeding, it does note that um, the aggravated damage to the mortal will be equal to the hunger slaked. The human can roll strength and resolve against the difficulty, which is equal to the hunger that is slaked, to survive the blood loss. Damn. So if you really want to play into the you're killing a person and it's causing damage and you should feel bad about this, there's rules for that. I feel like a lot of us kind of hand wave that. Yeah, you just drained a guy. It's fine. Whatever. And not really getting into the morality of the thing, which is literally the crux of the whole game. But, you know, 
I'm not complaining. <laughs> Anyways, uh, if you want to do the less harmful forms of feeding, as Hunter pointed out, it is going to take way more time. So one sip is roughly one hunger. And to do it in a way that doesn't harm a person, it'll take three turns. So that's still about 30 seconds for a single hunger dot. Yeah, which is not the not worst amount of time, but... but that's definitely enough time to somebody to walk into the room and go, oh. What are you guys doing? What are you doing in here? Just get really weird with it. And you're just like, well, I, I know I shouldn't be going for the thigh artery, but hear me out. <laughs> Uh, the book does stipulate the maximum non-harmful drink you can get from a human is two hunger. And this can take uh, basically a whole scene to do and do it in a way that doesn't hurt them. Mm -hmm. So if you're willing to waste, to spend the time or waste the time or however you want to view it and do it that way, cool. Otherwise, you're going to fall into the, oh, no, they take damage. And both That of... really helps uh, knowing that helps with the new Toreador Bane, too. Because mm -hmm. you can just be like, I'm just going to take my fucking time and yeah. be careful with these people instead of being like, because from what I remember when we talked about it, it's like, no, you're hurting them. You are taking their fucking blood no matter what. Yeah, like people need blood to live. Yeah, but kind of makes more sense if you just take your time and make like it. It's a scene, essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah, essentially, you just can't quick sip at yeah. all. Like, yeah. at, at and, fucking all. And you need to source multiple sources of blood if you need more than two dots. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the final button on the not causing the harm thing is you need to lick the wound closed. Of course. Yeah. That's just common courtesy. Because I have, as a storyteller, been a dick and been like, well, you didn't say you licked the wound closed. So, like, they felt good. They had a good time. But they've still got this, like, weird bite mark on them now that now you have to explain because you didn't do your due diligence. Oopsies. <laughs> Oopsie poodle. I would think for me, I would depend on the... the I depend on the character, honestly, yeah. too. If it's a new character, probably for sure. Yeah. If it's a character that's been around for, like, 130 years... It, well, it also, oh, I think, would depend on if the character's, like, making such a point of taking their time and not hurting people, but I'm like, if you're still missing the due diligence, mm. or if you have a character that is being sloppy, you can use that as a way to be like, you're still being sloppy, you still gotta remember these things, nah, 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 mm -hmm. nah. or if somebody's getting a little out of pocket, you need to rein them in just because you're like, I, just based on the lore of the world, can't not punish you for these ridiculous things you're doing, so it's right. like, not only did you hurt this person... You didn't lick the wound clothes, so they just have this big fucking gash on them that definitely looks like somebody bit them. So, like, good job. Right. So, playing at your speed of plot. Mm -hmm. da -da -da. Kind of fun fact. Uh, the amount of blood in a person will depend on their body size. Yeah. So, an average person that is between 150 and 180 pounds will have approximately 1.2 to 1.5 gallons of blood. Which, for the rest of the planet... 68 to 82 kilos roughly has 4.5 to 5.7 liters. And that's how much blood you'll have roughly in your body to blood volume. So if you get into points in games where you have these kind of nitty gritty uh, infos, here you go. I understand most people are not like me where I'm like, I like to play investigative like forensics characters. So I'm just like, well, obviously the body is missing this amount of blood. So blah, 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 blah. Cows have a lot of blood. Cows have a lot of blood. There are rules for if you're wanting to feed off of a horse, which you apparently can get like two hunger from fairly easy, but it just, it takes a long time because I think it's just you're trying to not spook the horse. Right. Because horses right. probably don't really like that. And it's also a lot of blood. You wonder if it like feels good for the horse. I would assume. Unless you're Hakata. Yeah. But you're also undead, then so you, you have should... to wrangle the horse first. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you're Hakata, you should probably be real careful about feeding <laughs> off a horse. Horse will kick you and fuck you up. <laughs> 
goes to feed from horse. You like two hunger from horse. Horse kicked you. You take one ag. <laughs> Your ribs are caved in. <laughs> yeah, I know technically it should be bashing, but I'm sitting there going like, I know how hard horses kick. That's one oh, of no, the yeah. handful of things where I'm like, I might just go that to ag immediately. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> you die from getting kicked by a horse. So with these rough maths, uh, a hunger rating of blood can be a little bit more than a quart or a little bit more than a liter of blood. Okay. Yeah. That's just a, uh, just a rough guesstimate. I like it. Yeah. No, uh, which is roughly how much you take in units of donation. Mm-hmm. You, you donate like usually a pint or two before you get woozily and they give you extra orange juice. So it worked out. Hooray. <laughs> Note, also, uh, losing a large amount of blood quickly can cause what is known as hemorrhagic shock. That doesn't sound good. No, it's bad. This is broken up into four classes of shock, with the fourth state being possibly fatal. Is it... Barbarian? Uh, (laughs) Ranger? uh, Warlock? And then, well, probably Bard. <laughs> the skill the, the, makes the... so little sense to me. No, but I love it. Well, I'm thinking barbarian. There's a lot of health there. Yeah, they like they have a lot of hit points. Mm-hmm. The ranger, a little bit less, a little bit less, but still sturdy and hardy. You know, he lives out in the fucking woods. So he's got to mm-hmm. be sturdy. And then a warlock. Well, you're starting to deal with some pretty spicy stuff here. You better be careful. Mm-hmm. And then a bard. Like eighty percent of the action a bard takes generally will lead to death if you're not careful. <laughs> Yes, so stage four of hemorrhagic shock uh, has blood volume loss at greater than 40%. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of blood. For many adults, That's uh, this 5% is... 5% of your body weight. Yeah. Yeah. For many adults, this is roughly two liters or half a gallon. That is um, a significant portion of blood. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. So, you know, when people are describing scenes where they're like, oh, this character's bleeding out, I'm like, you really should be emphasizing the just sheer amount of fluid just everywhere, because that's that's a lot. Yeah. Remember like, that gallon of milk we talked about earlier? Yeah. Just drop that on the floor. That's two people bleeding to death. Yep. Yeah. So. But then uh, you got to think, they're probably not just standing there letting it drop on the floor. No, they're probably like flailing around. and choking and screaming and, yeah. you know. It's a mess. It's a, it is a huge mess. You're going to have to replace the carpet. Fucking the, the vampire cleanup crews, like, they charge a lot for a reason. Because <laughs> this is ridiculous. And then you just have one Hakata come in with that one oblivion power and just, and just suck it all up. Be yeah. like, thanks for the meal. And then that'll be, you know, t- 10 grand. Mm-hmm. Bye. I loved having that ability with the Nictuku because they also had the a la carte to like pull the blood towards you power if you just stand in the middle of a room. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Very cool. I bullied everybody else in the coterie because they just make messes and I'm just like, ah, fuck you guys. Love <sighs> it. Fine. Love but, it. Uh, yes. Love it. So uh, that is blood from a person. If you have bagged blood, because people try to go, aha, loophole. If the blood is bagged and I'm not, I'm not actively seeing a person, I'm not causing harm. And I'm like, that's not true. But unprocessed bagged blood gives one hunger per bag, according to the raw. They offer no resonances and does not remove hunger for those who have higher or blood potency higher than two. So two and up bagged blood. You're just like, I can have it, but it's not doing anything it's like eating rice cakes yeah (laughs) ken ken is struggling ken is struggling and then eight of the thin blood is just drinking like corpse blood out of a reused starbucks cup like a fucking psycho (laughs) 
She's like, it's cold. I don't like it, but you know. Eh. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. It's like, this is the most ethical way I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going down the drain anyways. Yeah. Next note is rough. Yeah. So another note, I feel like I feel like people forget when they're just like, I'll just buy bag blood, whatever. Uh, without the iron gullet merit, vampires gain no sustenance from processed blood. So blood that has been spun and fractionated and turned into blood products. Unless you have iron gullet, no. It's so, a lot of blood, bagged blood. Most if you find, bagged blood is processed. Yeah, they're at least removing the white blood cells from it for other usage. Yeah, it's like they might be fractionating it to, for other purposes, testing. Sometimes they'll put that there are like very mild like preservatives they'll put in black blood to make it more shelf stable for the blood banks. But also, you're taking if you're actually taking blood from blood banks, I'm like you are potentially killing people still. Yeah, just mm-hmm. not directly this yeah. time. Yeah, uh, and then if you're buying from the circulatory system, who knows where that's actually coming from because those donations probably are not donations. Almost definitely not donations. Almost definitely not actual donations. There is a note, and this is where I had the information earlier in the episode, uh, from the book. Bagged blood, like all blood, more than about 15 minutes out of the body, has no resonance or empowering effects to the drinker. Although, Tremere and Thin Blood Alchemists can sometimes still use bag blood and blood products in the rituals and formulae. Oh, that's cool. The act of blood sorcery rituals or distillation awakens this latent resonance, but consumes it in that instant. So you can use it for the ritual component, but you can't just be like, I start to use it in the component and then slam it. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so that's why I'm just like, yeah, 15 minutes to about like two hours based on my understanding of liver mortis, I feel like is a fair, if the blood's just loosen out of the body, but your character's just like, I'm a lick it. I'm hungry. Yeah. Or the person's dead. Yeah. And you're going to just drink from the dead person. I'm like, well, they're freshly dead. So I guess that's fine. But beyond that point, then it's like, a, uh, you better have iron gullet, my guy, or mm-hmm. be the uh, predator type that specifically, I feed off corpses. Good job, guy. Because the corpses don't scream. Does that one come with iron gullet? I believe that does. I know Bagger does as well, which yeah. is like super helpful. Yeah, it would be useless if it would be like the worst feeding type that didn't come <laughs> with that. Right? Oh, it's so good. But yeah, that's where we are with that. If people have further questions about blood and feeding, I have some notes because we've covered a bunch of shit already. Uh, if you want further in- information on the hunger dice system, uh, we have the episode two. Dice. Dice. Where we also talk about like hunger and feeding stuff. If you want to talk uh, more information about resonances, we've already done that. It's episode nine. It's called Resonances. Wow. 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 If you have more questions about predator types and how that might affect your access to feeding and blood information, episode 18, Predator Types. Yeah. And if you have uh, questions about feeding scenes and how to run those and like weird squeaky things that could come up in a feeding scene episode 19 feeding that's a trick that we didn't have scenes at the end of that time we did we did we did throw you guys off so uh blood blood there were gallons of the stuff there are many gallons of the stuff no and it will never be enough like corn oh god damn it okay so yeah so any other blood questions concern thoughts i think that's a good the only other thing i looked up that we talked about in the server that would be worth looking up in your area is blood is fucking expensive. Like if you're just straight buying it up. Yeah. Like if you're trying to go through like a medical route and be like, uh, I'm going to buy. If you're a bagger who purchases their bags instead of like stealing them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you're not, you're going to need dots and resources. So, um, a pint of whole blood, 
uh, it's equivalent of 473 milliliters. Mm. Um, but trying to remember the price, the pricing gets really, really complicated because usually they don't sell whole blood before blood is actually sold. It's separated into, into its base products. components yeah. mm-hmm. and then they sell the parts. And um, if you need whole blood, do they just put it back together? I would assume you could get just whole blood, but usually because that's like the least shelf stable, they just tend to not. Okay. Mm. So this is why transfusions are so expensive. So uh, it can range from 200 to $300 per pint of blood. Pint. Um, pint. To total as much as 3000 or more when adding an overhead cost, such as storage and transportation for a transfusion. So if you're buying just red blood cell product right now, they can range from 130 to $150. And that is an old article. I'm guaranteeing you it's gone up in price since the yeah. what I'm looking at. I can't find anything. It was nearly $40 each pint of whole blood uh, in 2010. Mm. So I can't imagine how much it is now. God. Yeah. Just inflation. Let me tell you guys. Uh, just in case you didn't know. Right. Oh, a kick also, in the dick. There was also another thing I meant to make a note on, and I apologize, but fun little end I f- fact, especially, I, I appreciate you, especially in light of W5 now being a thing, and there's probably going to be werewolf vampire crossover games more. Mm-hmm. Uh, werewolf blood, you can drink it. I don't recommend it, though, because uh, it is apparently rich in anger and power in things. So a sip of one sip of werewolf blood will slake two hunger. Training a werewolf dry can reduce uh, your hunger to zero for two vampires if they share the kill. Damn. Damn. However, the supernatural power of the werewolf blood can also be dangerous. Yes. A vampire who feasts on werewolf blood is far more susceptible to frenzy. Every point of hunger slaked with werewolf blood increases the difficulty to resist frenzy by one. For how long? Uh, As long as it's in their system, essentially. Next time they feed. Even if the vampire successfully staves off their beast, they become paranoid and short-tempered for as long as the blood remains in their system. Oh, damn. So probably until either you uh, go back to Hunger 5 or you drink something else. Hmm. Kind of like how resonants are where you could just, it's like, "Eh, as long as you manage your stuff, yeah, you can kind of float around with that dyscrasia for a hot second. Mm -hmm. Um... In some cases, the vampire can gain the temporary compulsions from feasting on particularly volatile werebeasts. I like that even in the core book, they were hinting that there were other shifters mm-hmm. outside of werewolves, which is exciting. Uh, for note purposes, lupine blood mixes animal with caloric resonances and is usually intense. Alchemist prizes for its high miscibility, mixability with other ingredients. It adds two successes to any distillation rolls for formula. So it makes your it makes your formula go good, but it's also spicy. <laughs> so, it's also spicy. Which, you know, also in light of the Blood Sigils book. Uh, yeah, have fun uh, ganking werewolf blood and juicing up your homies. Yeah, we don't have rules for it yet. I think it's no th- I think it's worth noting. We've talked about it before that also drinking changeling b- blood, really bad idea. You're going to be high as fuck. Not only does it work kind of like a hallucinogen slash you might be seeing into other realities, it is also incredibly addictive. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about it in our Book of Nod episode because it's one bit? of those things where you're just not supposed to do. Like even Kane was like, don't, don't. do it. Don't drink werewolves or changelings. changelings. Yeah, in the old school lore, the rules for mage blood drinking is wonky. Because in some sets of the rules, mages count as mortals, so it's just people, blood, whatever. And then other times, mage blood is kind of tempered by their magical abilities and the effects it can have. 
or high strangeness and can range from just like what is described as a dyscrasia now to almost as intense as like changeling or werewolf blood, depending on what the fuck's going on and the mage involved. So mm. I like have fun with that. Both. I like keeping them as like a grab bag. If you don't know what's going to happen, if you have mages in your game mm-hmm. who are at threat of getting drunk, uh, that is just a fun random bag to throw at your players. I, I would base it on like their power and their personal belief system and like. Yeah, I had a, I had an interesting mix about that with the, the LARP, which is why I looked into this because I decided to, to, even though it's a V20 LARP, to play a consensualist. I just think it's interesting. And I was like, ah, the only consensual human I can drink from is a mage because if I talk to a mage about magic shit, I'm not breaking masquerade. Perfect. So I drank from some of the mages in the game and it was sometimes nothing happened. Other times my ass was knocked the fuck out for four nights. And I was just like, well, that happened. Hmm. Are we best friends now? Thank you for not letting me burn in the sun and crash at your house. I don't know what happened. That was crazy. So, you know, have fun. Wildness. Yeah. So that's, that's blood. 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 Gallons and gallons of blood. Blood. And sick. (laughs) Father. Anyway, yeah, I think that's a good note. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're moving forward to standard podcast ending things, but I uh... I like that you announced that Hunter. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, I, I just didn't announcing wanna... that we are we are transitioning to a new section of the podcast. Yeah, Please. well, the we have some announcements plugs. to make. Oh, oh yeah, announcements! Yeah, so we did our uh, corn stream and documentary last week. The stream is up if you want to watch it. I am going to be uploading the corn uh, documentary, slightly edited, mm-hmm. um, for upload soon, so keep your eyes out for that. Uh, but thanks again for everyone who joined us. It was a lot of fun, and I'm sh- uh, hopefully by now we'll have gotten a hold of everyone for shipping, and if I haven't got a hold of you and you want something, please message me. Uh, but I should have everyone's emails from the Patreon, so yeah. those will be going out. I'll be asking for information on that soon. Uh, we are also coming up on the end of the year, so we're kind of wrapping things up. My goal, mentioning W5, is I am in the process of actually running it so we can do an episode about it. I'm hoping to start the new year with some werewolf, so yeah. that'll be fun. Oh. Uh, Werewolves of London. <laughs> it won't be set in London, though, probably. Yeah, fuck no. I'll just read the book and talk about it. Are you sure? Because we could all be American. And we could be in London. Ooh. I've been to London. It's a little underwhelming. But we could be American werewolves in London. That's true. I do like that movie. It's very good. It's a very good I movie. I saw the sequel. It's not good. No, it was is the not. American werewolf in Paris? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. real bad. Yeah. Anyway, so that was a big thing I wanted to mention going forward. But also, uh, thanks, Paralyze. For Muzak. Yeah, thank you. Hell yeah. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, also, we are on social medias. We're on Twitter at blank underscore bodies. We're Instagram, 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 Instagram at blank bodies pod mm-hmm. and on uh, TikTok at blank bodies podcast. Those are the main three we use. So mm-hmm. they're each run by a separate person. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Guess who? Um, <laughs> you got to figure it out. Can you guess who? Technically, it's a mystery. I, technically I have access to all three, but. Yeah. Uh, but we also have a patron uh, so if you want to join us on there we have all kinds of tiers everything from getting yourself a discord title to show notes to character sketches to blood 
And uh, we also do bonus Patreon episodes, and those are available for anyone who donates $5 or more. Mm -hmm. So if you donate to our Patreon, you get some bonus episodes. You get a new one a month. There should be a new one up next week. It will be our November episode. Yes. And there will be also polls to help us through the show, because I do need some help with doing stuff for the Bruja episode, because you guys left them last. Yeah, Bruja are last, so you get a different way to put your say. Yes. I feel called out, <laughs> but it's fine. Yeah, I was, I, I was trying to think of a fun, sassy thing to say mm-hmm. about Bruja being last, but I feel like it just kind of says it itself. <laughs> I'm honestly surprised that Me they too. came last. I'm so Me surprised. Too. Me too. I don't know they, how this they're kind of like a, a staple favorite mm-hmm. well, for people, I feel like. It was interesting because early in the polls, they were always coming in like second, second or mm-hmm. third. Mm-hmm. And then when we moved off Twitter, because Twitter went to e- awful. Places, yeah. Uh, evil. Yeah, yeah, they just like, like dropped evil. off the pole yeah. immediately. Yeah. So uh, I guess I our our listeners are not the Bruja people. I guess is that what they says or not their favorite or maybe or maybe they just know about the Bruja. Already. They're just like so I maybe feel they're like, like I know, so I just want to ask about other things. Yeah. Yeah, which is valid. I don't know. But Too bad for you. We're doing Bruja next month or whenever. Or, uh, end of year. End of the year. Bruja Christmas. Bruja Christmas. Get over it. Bruja Christmas. Bruja Christmas. Don't bring the Christmas tree in. Don't put up any fragile decorations. They will pick them up. They will throw them. Uh, Their leather jackets will bump into things. Bruja Christmas is why you put the Christmas tree on the ceiling. It's for the Bruja and the cats. (laughs) Keep them from getting into the ornaments. (laughs) I'm leaving. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah, see ya. Mwah. I love. love you.